This is Tabletop Antibodies for April 2016. The concept is we work as antibodies, sift throw the tabletop stuff, and attach it, and you did science, whatever. I'm Taylor. Joining me are Joshua and Tracy Say the Things. Hello. Howdy. We talk about some tabletop conventions, news, some Kickstarters, and other gaming things. We'll try to keep it short and sweet and to the point, and hopefully you hear about something you like, and check it out. And... I don't know if you guys have any convention stuff, and I had a bunch, but I'm going to condense it into something really short. Condense away. Because there's like tw- there's like 20 different conventions mm. this month. Oh, wow. Basically, if you're anywhere near West Virginia, Kentucky, Alabama, California, Colorado, Iowa, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Mass, Maryland, New Hampshire, New York, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Texas, Wyoming, Washington, Ontario, Israel, Bradford, UK, then... There's convention there for you just for tabletop stuff. I I can't list all of them because that's way too many. Like each of those has multiple inside the state. Wow. But sadly, there's none in North Carolina or Arkansas. Aww. I think the big one is what PAX East this this month. Yeah. PAX East, yes. That's the big one that all the big people are going to. Yeah. I'm. I wish I could go to some, but there's none near me this time. I went to one last month. Not too big. I got to play the new... Is it 5th edition of D&D? Oh, yeah. Nice. How'd you like it? So, um, moving on to the news. <laughs> no, it's okay. It was it was fine, and it, it, it was just not for me. Fair enough. But it, it, was, it was exactly what it was, and people had fun. Good. And once I got past my own little, this isn't what I normally play, I was fine. I've actually just recently started a, or joined a DD campaign, which I've never played much before. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. There's certainly aspects with fate that I enjoy more, but yeah, it was definitely different, but eh, each their own, everybody had fun. It was a good time. I personally like to play a game of D and D fifth edition. And then a game of Dungeon World, and then play Fate because it fits perfectly there in the middle. Mm. Yeah, that would. I like Dungeon World a lot. I don't know what that is. That's Joshua. Dungeon World is a. I mean, it's a role-playing game. It's a little bit more freeform. It's got a lot of different settings. There's an Armageddon world and uh, a few others. Is that the Alien version? Um, that's the end of the world version. Okay. Colonial Marines, I guess, is the... Yeah, uh... there's several of them. The the thing that makes it so appealing to a lot of people is there's no transition into modes of play. Uh, For example, D&D is very different when you're playing outside of combat versus in combat. You know, you have keep track of rounds and things. Uh, with Dungeon World, everything just flows through. And if you're, you know, in combat or singing or dying, it, you know, it all happens at the same speed. Yeah, I really enjoyed the game I had. I played a barbarian named Ventos the Deathmaker. And he had magical beer signs with with spikes on them. And they were chains. And he could use them like a whip and hit things. It was really fun. And they would always be full of the weakest and cheapest beer. <laughs> they were a very low-level magical item. Uh, speaking of that, 
which is I'm not because that's just a horrible segue. Did you guys have any news, tabletop news stuff? As f- I'm looking at you, Joshua. As far as things coming out, well, um, I can say that Oblivion for Greater Than Games, The Sentinels of the Multiverse, Final Expansion, is in its beta test form in that those of us that are playtesters are actually getting print-off versions of the game to play, and it is amazing. Definitely go check it out whenever it comes out next year. Although, uh, here in a couple months, if you're on the Kickstarter and ordered all of the uh, promos, the shiny promos, as part of the game, you'll actually be getting that before uh, the big cons in the summer. Nice. Because they promised to print them off before they left and took them with them. So what are some things you can't tell us? (laughs) (laughs) No. I know, me and Tracy are lucky enough to get into... Speaking of beta testing, the for the Shadow of the Century, we've got a couple months to do that, and that's a fate-based game. I think Tracy, you've read more about it. Yeah, I, I've been reading a little bit bit more. It's and it's a alternate timeline slash universe eighties themed game in the same universe as the Spirit of the Century RPG, and. Basically, there was a bad guy back in, you know, like the 30s or 40s with the original idea where he was messing with magic and science together. And he basically created problems. So I'm trying to remember the terms exactly. There's parts of the world where there's like tears in the fabric of space time, I guess you would say. I think they they don't didn't use this exact verbiage, but that's kind of the way I understood it, and weird things happen around those, and the heroes are more powerful, the villains are more powerful. They were Centurions or something? Well, the Centurions at this point are going to be really old. Oh yeah, in the old game, but... It's the the 80s, and so you have New Wave heroes. (laughs) New Wave. Oh god. Like Dazzler? (laughs) I want to play Dazzler. You could create Dazzler. Oh my god, I may do that. I should know, because I should read it. But no, we've got that beta test going on. Um, and, you know, with that beta test, so I'm excited. I've never GM'd before, and so I'm going to try to GM a few one-shots. Both of you being experienced game masters, any advice uh-huh. for someone GMing for the first time? Don't let people know how few games that you've GMed. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you say is law, and you've been doing it forever. I would so don't negotiate, uh, <laughs> except with fate points. <laughs> yeah, mechanics yeah. allow for that. Uh, I would just add to that. Um, you know, have a plan for exactly how you want things to go, mm-hmm. um, and then when things deviate, because players will make you deviate from that, try to flow back into that plan as smooth as you can. It always helps. I mean, it's never going to go exactly how you want it to. Okay. But as long as you know, particularly the end game that you have planned for that big finish for the one shot, mm-hmm. especially, um, you can almost always figure out how to get back to it. Well, I, I've actually that that's good advice, and I was actually thinking of that because I've got a an NPC. Um, that I'm going to use basically as a, a plot device to transition between scenes. 
Nice. And interfa- interface with the characters or with the players. Nice. I also like to, and I think Fate does this too, and I try not to talk to him. Anyway, I like to figure out the motivations and, you know, aspects for my NPCs. And I put them all in my brain and they live around. So that that way, when my players kill someone that they shouldn't have or, you know, change something, then I know how all the other NPCs will interact and how they would change. And ah, okay. in- instead of like a set script, I have an, have an idea of how people feel and act and what their wants are and try to go like that. I don't know. I know that doesn't work for most games or a lot of them. But like like Joshua said, there's just there's an endpoint you kind of want to go to, and you kind of guide the world. If you create the world, you can kind of mold them in a certain way. Yeah, if you gotcha. know everyone's motivations, or at least the key uh, characters to your story, you know what's driving them towards that end. Then it also makes it a lot easier for having them react to the random things that the players do. Yeah, or you just put them off in space and tell them that. Starfleet's not anywhere around, and they can't help them. <laughs> That's what I would do. Sounds reasonable. There's some other news items I've got. Uh, I know um, the changes that Asmati. I know this is going to be like bureaucratic and boring, but they're that huge. They 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 do tons of things in the board gaming, but this thing they came out with last year about how they deal with the brick and mortar stuff is coming to an effect April first. I can't really go into it because it's huge. It's a bunch of pricing and delivery stuff, but I've got links in the show notes. There's also two games I want to talk about. One of them is Ghostbusters, the board game two, which um, is not Ghostbusters to the board game. It's the second board game. It's a sequel to the board game, not sequel to the movie board game. Ah, it's a sequel to the board game and not based on the movie Ghostbusters two. Kind of, it it's both. Because <laughs> well, because Ghostbusters Two was a sequel to Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters the board game was based on Ghostbusters, so they probably have some parallels. But they do the purpose was not to mimic the second movie. Okay, no, like the first board game is more about the Ghostbusters world. And then, like, this one does include new things. Like, okay, the first one got, like, a million plus on Kickstarter, so they're, of course, making a second one. Mm. And it was recently, they were showing it off at a convention this month, the Gamma Trade Show, and Board Game Geek had a video I'll put in the show notes. But this one is basically a sequel to that. This time, they include different kinds of slime, which is, like, mood slime, which is one of my favorite slimes. And, like, the courtroom ghost who are from Ghostbusters 2, but they were saying it's not specifically for the second movie. It just includes things from the second movie as well as things from like the board game. I'm not the board game, the first board game and the video game. I don't know if you guys played the Xbox game owned from like five years ago. Oh yeah. About when it came out. I love that game. It is really good. I, I recently acquired it. I haven't played it yet. Oh, you should. I've got it on. I've got it through Steam now too. But it has all the voice actors, I think, except for Rick Moranis. But it has everybody, and it takes place like ten, twenty years afterwards. Mm, cool. It's yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. It's somewhere between the new movie coming out and the last movie that came out. Yes, I, I don't, for this new movie, I don't even know if it's in the same universe. But that's a whole big old bucket of worms. The game, the board game. 
but it is actually coming to Kickstarter in April. And there's another one, which we've already talked about, the Dresden Files cooperative card game, which is coming to late April, early May. And it's shipping early next year. As Actually, all the games we talked about will be shipping early next year. Uh, do you guys have anything else before I horribly segue into Kickstarters? I have a Kickstarter. Sweet. You have a Kickstarter? Yeah. Do it. Okay. I've got a game called Scuttle. It is by Bluebeard Gaming. It is their first game that they're actually making. And, you know, I've always got a soft spot for the people that are just starting out. It looks like a lot of fun. It's a game. It's a family game, basically, with uh, pirate themes that you can play with six-year-old. Nice. I think was the recommended age. And it's based on the old, you know, just deck of playing cards game, Cuddle. But the pirate theme adds a lot more. Um, you're trying to collect, you know, at the start, 21 points of treasure. And you can either play a card for treasure, it'll be its number value, or you can play a card as an action, which is where all the fun piratey things happen, like drawing cards or making people say R. I like saying things R. Like that. <laughs> and, uh, or, or you can draw. And uh, I, I think maybe that whole play, power, draw thing, I kind of uh, caught greater than games attention because they have talked w- back and forth about, you know, being nice and uh, giving them permission to do a La Capitaine. <gasps> that would be adorable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So one more pirate to add to the world. But uh, they, I've seen the video, looked at the game, going to get it because, you know, my son's going to be six this year. Got to play more games Yay. with him. What's the name of that again? Uh, it's called Scuttle. Bluebeard. Look it up on uh, the Kickstarter and they're definite goofballs, so... It looks like a lot of fun. Sweet. All I've got to say is you had me at pirates. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what a lot of people does. I don't have any pirate games. I've got four of them. Uh, Tracy, do you have some? Yeah, I've got three. Um, they're all actually funded. One of them was just funded, I think, today. But, yeah, the other two, one of them I'm plugging because the person making it is local here in Durham, or people. Woo woo. And the other one just looked really cool. The one um, that's from people here in Durham is called Necronomicards. Nice. And basically it's a fast-moving card game where you're summoning horrible monsters to attack your opponents with. And the it looks like a fun game. The artwork is really cool. Um, I mean, just... And, you know, it plays kind of short, like 20 to 30 minutes, which... I always like to have a few of those games around, segueing, like at a game night, segueing in between games or waiting for another group to finish up. Oh, we can play something quick. And so it's like a um, love love letter. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It's a it's a. I forget. I don't forget if they call those micro games or mini games or. Yeah, it's probably in that category because it runs short. Nice. Um, the other games. Um, the one that just funded is called Last Stand. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. It is a co-op. It's an action co-op game. Basically, yeah, you and your um you and the other players are action heroes and 
you're in the last stand of the movie being attacked by all kinds of crazy stuff and you got to fend it off. And that's the cooperative one where you yeah, do like yeah, you do cooperative last stand cliche thing. Yeah. And then the last one it just looked really cool plus it's a deck builder and yes, nice. I do love deck builders. Anyway, it's called Raving Spire. It is a deck builder that's based around this rotating tower mechanic. So basically there's this big rotating tower that ooh as part of the mechanics of the game, you're navigating through. Um, it's supposed to be like a magical tower where things shift around and change. And, you know, what cards are available to acquire is changes because of that. And it, just, it looks really cool. Is there video showing, does it show the tower moving and everything on the Kickstarter? Do they have one? Um, I didn't watch one. They might have one. I didn't watch all the videos. Okay, I'm going to try to find it. That makes my job harder, but I don't care. It looks cool. Yeah, I'll send you the links, and you can post them on the things. And Yeah, I've only got four, but I don't know. I like you guys' more. I found some. There was one called Downsize, which sounds exactly like what it is. It's a card game where you play as businesses that have no ethics or morals, <laughs> and the main objective is to just get all the money and screw as many possible along the way and just downsize your company. Okay. I thought it looked cute. The, the cards are nice. There's also Cardstock Warriors. Not particularly my kind of thing because it's it's like a miniatures game. But I like the idea. Like the video, it shows like it's set up. You know how people go and spend, you know, $80,000 for their miniatures. So uh, what is it? Um, for the war games. I don't know if you guys have played those. I've heard of them. I know what you're talking about. I've never played them. But yeah, like it costs a lot of money to get into. But I like this. This is a cute idea because it was just... They make it out of cardstock, and you you got your little little people, and it's cardstock warriors. There's also another one, La Corsa Grand Prix, the card racing game. Uh, it looked like there was an old. I can't remember if you were there or not, Tracy. There was an old card racing game we played over at Kim and Abe's. Yes, I remember that. It was a card game, and it was about racing. But yeah, this looks very similar. It has that in it. But it's just about racing on the Grand Prix. I thought it was it was a cute little that game. That game was um it was a French game. Yes. It was an old French game. And it was like long distance uh car racing. I can't remember what it is, but that was fun. This looks similar. Yeah. And the last one I have was Baker Street RPG. And I don't know if I'm really recommending it, but I'm suggesting it if people are in RPGs in Sherlock Holmes to at least give it a look. It looked pretty intense, but I'm a huge fan of Sherlock Holmes, so I'm going to be looking at it more. Cool. True that. I think I saw that one. Yeah, it's... I'm Going through the list, so many things get funded. It's awesome. It's, as I always say, it's a good time to be into board games. Yeah, it is. And tabletop and RPGs and things. It's pretty awesome. So... That game, it was... Millie Borns or Millborn, M-I-L-L-E. Milesborn? <laughs> B-O-R-N-E-S, however you say that in French. <laughs> yeah, someone... That was the old game. We'll translate that. I'll let, I'll edit that in in post. <laughs> I, probably, I probably won't. I won't know how to do that. So, what have you guys been playing? Well, I've been playing... I've played a couple new games. Uh, one of them was just awesome. It's called Blood Rage, which... In one of the previous podcasts, I mentioned this is a game I wanted to play, so now I've played it, and it was everything I had hoped for. <laughs> nice. The, you are 
commanding a tribe of Vikings and in an all-out war with all the other Vikings to go to Valhalla before Ragnarok hits. Yeah, boy. And there are monsters and heroes, and it is great. They're, it's set up in three ages, and each age you are doing the same things, but you get these cards that give you different abilities, and they really shift power as you go from one age to the next. So what works really well in one age is not going to work so well in the next age, even though you can still try to do it. Kind of like Seven Wonders, or... Yeah, there's an element like Seven Wonders okay, where you're getting these improvements to your army, but ultimately you've got minifigures, figurines that you're moving around the board and fighting with people and trying to control different areas, and you get points for various objectives. Nice. And for killing people and going to Ragnarok and coming back from Ragnarok. I mean, sorry, going to Valhalla and coming back from Valhalla. Ah, oh, that's right. It's different things. We should know these. Joshua, what about you? Uh, aside from things that I'm not allowed to talk about, like uh, you know, what ha- would happen if a robot and a girl that builds golems had a child together. Really? I would say mostly been playing uh, McDonald's Monopoly <laughs> and uh, getting a lot more into Dungeon World, played a few uh, D&D 5th editions. And digging in heavily into Avatar Fate again. I haven't got a chance to play it with anyone yet, but hey, we played I'm it. Open to here before too long. We played it for that one session. No, no, I meant I haven't played it yet since I got back into digging into it. Ah, okay. Uh, the the other one I had um, that I played recently was also fun, and it was a cool setting. It's called Samurai Spirit, and in this, it's a co-op game where you are samurai protecting your village, and it's being a there's basically this big invading force that you're fighting off, and it's the strategic game. There's different things you can defend against, and there's only a certain number of people each person can defend, and so if you don't defend like people, people get killed. If you don't defend the farms, the farms get burned. I think I've played, and so you have to defend for particular things and it has to be spread out who's defending what is that the game where if you get injured a certain amount you flip over and become your animal you do yes i've played that that is a hard game i've never won because everything gets burned and all the people die but good luck we played twice and won it the second time nice good that's awesome because we're awesome i only played it twice so yeah i i liked that game i think i was the big panda bear one time Mm. i don't think i saw the panda bear but there's some luck involved because the order certain cards get flipped out can really help or hurt you and then your special abilities yes they can be really helpful or non-existent yeah yeah i i like that game yeah but there's a lot of variation to the game that where the difficulty varies yeah the only games i've been playing you already know about it, Tracy. Is the Time Stories Prophecy of Dragons. Mm-hmm. The third expansion. I'm sorry, Joshua. We're halfway through. Oh. <laughs> but I'm liking this one. Each expansion, I think I like a little bit more. I am I maybe have liked this, the second expansion story better, but we're only halfway through this one. But this one, it's it starts off as a super normal, like 
D&D kind of game. You go back in time and you, you actually choose if you're going to play a rogue or the thief or the other thing. And then about halfway through, it just completely changes. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. And I like how each one, each scenario has a very different feel to it. Yes. They are good about that. Yeah. And it's like you're playing the same game, but you're playing a different game. Yeah. It's uh, Joshua. You should play that as soon as you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Next time I'm there, I'll see if we can, if we can play it plus ladies and gentlemen, but I haven't played that in a while. Another one I've been playing was the re- most recent Pathfinder card game. Is that Wrath of the Righteous? Tracy questioning? I'm not sure the name of it. Whatever it is. But it's fun. I'm playing that and I liked it. I think better than the first one. Definitely better than the second expansion. Yeah, definitely better than the second expansion. Though I miss my character from the second expansion. I, I know. I I miss you missing your character. So cool. I miss my wizard from the first expansion. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. You guys been playing anything else before we do the what we actually will be playing? Well, those two you just mentioned I've been playing. Yes. As you know. <laughs> Joshua, more McDonald's? Oh, probably playing more McDonald's Monopoly, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what you will be... Yeah, I am. I will be playing some Sentinel Comics RPG beta, as well as Star Trek Fate, as well as... I don't know what else I will be playing. Do you have anything planned, Tracy? Aside from the beta testing, I don't. It's true. I need to play that, too. Well, and finishing time stories. Yes, I'm I'm putting that in my wish I could play because I'm not sure when we will. But there's actually a real big one in what I wish we would be playing. But I'll save that for the last. What do you guys wish you could be playing in the next month? You mean beside, besides the Time Story game? Besides the Time Story game, yes. I'm actually hoping that I can play a little more of the uh, Tales of Arabian Nights. It's been a long time since I played that game and it's... Uh, a lot of fun when you get a good group together. I do like that game. A lot of fun stories, and it's one of those nice, you don't have any, any real control over your character, but you can always pretend that you do and make some amazing stories. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. I, I like it a lot, but yeah, your choices. I just embrace the whole role-playing part of it and just accept whatever happens, because it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, but... <laughs> It's, it's more fun. Right, just like in Sentinels. Yeah, that is, game yeah. is a lot of fun. Anything yeah. you wish you could be playing, Tracy? I think I may have mentioned this before, and I've just been reading and learning more about it. There's a game called Dark Moon. And what I found out is, in the not-too-distant past, there someone created a print-and-play, non-official game called... Um, it was Battlestar Galactica Express. Basically, they took a lot of elements that people like about the Battlestar Galactica game, and they streamlined it to where you got to keep a lot of the really good elements, but it didn't take as long to play. So the game played much shorter. Well, nice. basically, a game company picked up the game, but they didn't have the Battlestar Galactica rights, so they basically redid it a little bit, and now the theme is... You're on a long space voyage, and you wake up, and some of the crew is infected with, I guess... The plot devicium. Nanobots? Some sort of virus, yeah. Some sort of virus, and from there, it's kind of a similar idea that you don't know who those people are, and you're trying to work together to keep your ship together, and there's some people that are trying to sabotage you. 
that sounds like a game that me and Joshua were actually trying to come up with. But that's for another time. Uh, Dark, you said Dark Moon? Yes. Nice. The only game I wish I could play this month, besides Arabian Nights, Time Stories, is Ghostbusters RPG. <laughs> Haven't you said that before? I would really like to play it. And I'm going to keep saying I wish I could play it until it happens. Other than that, I, I don't wish... Actually, more um, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I think I enjoy that game way too much. And I still didn't get Joshua to play well, it. Tracy is up. really good at that game. <laughs> well, I did really good once, and then the second time I didn't do nearly as well. <laughs> I, well I like... I, I think better at being a lady than I am a gentleman. Yes, when I... The time that I won... I stole what you did on the time that you won, so I just copied you. <laughs> so whatever, whatever that strategy is for a lady, yeah, actually, yeah, the, the strategy is to get maids. <laughs> I, that's what from you won with maids, and I won with maids. Yeah. So you just get maids, and you are just the best lady ever. As for being the best gentleman, I don't know how to do that. We'll have to ask Joshua. Definitely not get more maids. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tabletop Antibodies. If there's any tabletop news you'd like us to know and report, or if you have any questions for us you'd like us to answer, just let us know at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, our Facebook, or our Twitter. Hope to hear from you. Keep on enjoying. Josh, are you ready to tell us about things you shouldn't tell us about? Yep. Ooh. Sweet. Like state yes. secrets? I wish. <laughs> of course, that would be my states and not your states, so I don't think that would hmm. be nearly as interesting. would be very helpful. And no one would believe us anyway right now. True. Your state is very interesting right now. Yeah. I don't think they have many yeah. secrets. They're letting yes. it all hang out. Oh, a double entendre there. <laughs> I like it. I don't even know if you meant that. I didn't, but it works. <laughs> nice. Okay. Let me get this thing going.